Welcome back to the show that keeps the rubber the right way down the whole time. O Canada RC, the podcast. Powered by Reefs RC. Reefs, maker of high quality RC products. Now it's time to flip it over to the boys with the toys who are making some noise. Back by popular demand, it's another episode of Whoops Wednesday. What's going on? Jeff Lemoyne here in the O Canada RC Garage. And uh, yeah, I didn't just say that off the top for the sake of saying it. It appears you guys are really loving the Whoops Wednesday editions. Uh, and I'm really happy about that. I'm trying to keep things consistent for you. So in your busy lives, you you know, know when to tune in and it makes it easy when we do it the same times every week. So whoops, Wednesday is a staple now and we do the weekend edition of O Canada RC, the podcast. So we're back here for the aforementioned and I hope you're doing well. We are, uh, on the last day of summer as I record this and, uh, have bittersweet thoughts running through my head. And uh, one of those is, this was a good summer. I actually got out and uh, I actually got out and raced some off-road, which was exciting. Um, but it was even more exciting because I started to really dive into on-road. Um, I've been able to break a lot of things, waiting on a diff for my low C22T, and I'll be stoked to get that in. But when we break things, we learn, and, and I'm really happy that I've done that. I've also learned that two cars was not enough and I needed a third, but I think that's where I'm going to draw the line for quite a while. Got the 22T, the 22 5.0 AC, and most recently, if you have been paying attention to my Instagram feed, the X-Ray T4 2019 edition on-road touring car has joined the fleet, and I'm really excited to say that the Reef's 299 LP Racing Servo is in that bad boy, and it looks sick. I must say, I will post a picture of it um, on the when I post the link when uh, the link of this podcast where you found that. Uh, also running the stock class zombie motor, and I got to give a big shout out to Philip at uh, Phoenix RC Raceway for helping me out. And I think this edition, in this edition, I need to lead off with a shout out edition, a shout out segment of the podcast. It's been a while and a lot's happened that's worth shouting out. Um, the first shout out obviously goes to Philip um, and the boys at Phoenix, including but not limited to, um, let's see, let me get names right here. We got Demir, we got Matt, shout out to Matt for lending me a servo saver for the x-ray. I'm going to get that back to you Matt because I got one coming in the mail. Uh, big shout outs to, uh, Dario, uh, Jackson, let's see, Bump RC, you know who you are, hooking me up with an ESC this week, that'll be the last piece in the x-ray to get her going, uh, I gotta go back up a little bit to Demir, cause Demir, man, so this is the kind of, this is the kind of, uh, guy you're dealing with when you go to Phoenix, these guys just want to get you on the track and keep you on the track. Demir hooked me up with an old set of tires for the X-ray. Demir hooked me up with a new, with a battery, not a new one, but a battery for the X-ray. 
Demir hooked me up with a pinion for the x-ray. So mad shouts out to him. Um, he's a little further ahead in the curve, in his learning curve for RC than I am. But um, a really, really good guy, you know, open book, open book kind of guy, just like a lot of the guys there. Matt, you know who you are, Matt S. at Phoenix as well. Happy to come over and talk to me about setup. Matt was super stoked that I brought the uh, 22, the off-road buggy um, the other night because uh, it was on-road setup. And uh, he brought a buggy and I brought my buggy. He's like, yeah, he was stoked. And I was stoked too because I thought I might be the only one. So I'm glad guys are running whatever they can. Lots of advice coming from guys there. Dario, advice on, on tires. And yeah, I've been thinking about changing the, the slicks to... The ground down pins, uh, so that's going to be interesting. Who else can I shout out? Big shouts out, and you're going to hear from him in this Whoops Wednesday. In the next segment, we're going to talk to uh, James uh, from Toronto Leisure RC. Me and James got a collab project going on. It's going to be a fun one, and I'm excited to talk to him and talk to him about where his business is taking him. If you remember, James is, like I said, Toronto Leisure RC, noted for his paint jobs. Uh, check him out at Amazing RC Store and check out James on social because James does more than paint jobs. He's doing all sorts of things for your brand. Um, and we're going to talk about that and how that's progressing for him. So lots to come on this edition of Whoops Wednesday. We also have a special drop in from my boy Nick Schneider, local racer from out southwestern Ontario. His season's done off road, but I want to talk to him about off road racing, what he learned this year where he's heading next year in terms of where he's going with his rigs. He's got a new rig coming. And um, that will make up the bulk of this podcast. Um, Keep going with the shout-outs here for a bit. But before I let you go, I want to shout-out to my boy, RC Amigos. Uh, Me and Pablo had a really good chat on the weekend about fatherhood in this crazy hobby. Uh, shout out to Stu Hayes, short course track. Uh, sorry, let me just get his handle right. Stu Hayes 39. Um, Stu is the owner of a short course track in, I want to say it's out near Barry, and I forget exactly where, but he set it up in his backyard and he just had his first short course truck race. It looked like 15 or 20 trucks out. I'm going to get him on. We're going to talk about it because it takes a lot to do that kind of thing. Ask my co-host, Pablo, setting up a track in his backyard. It takes a lot of work, man. And uh, Stu had, I think, some some uh, prizes supplied by ProLine. So good for him. Grassroots, that's how this hobby grows, man. That's how this hobby definitely gets big and stays alive. Um, Shouts out to Anthony Soltis, man. Anthony's been up in his content game a lot. So if you haven't checked him out, check out What's a Salty on Instagram. Really interesting to see what he's doing with his trucks, his paint jobs, his video content is really strong. And my man Jason out in California. That's his tag on Instagram. So I uh, just want to shout him out. We've been having some good conversations about our 22s. Wally Builds, shouts out Wally Builds. Great hobbies. Dylan Raposo, Hobby Hobby. Now I'm just going through the list. I feel generous today. We're going to give everybody shouts out. I want to shout out 403 RC Club, man. Following you on Instagram if you're listening to this. Love your fifth scale rigs, buddy. Love your content. Hit me up. Let's let's get you on to talk about fifth scale. Those boys out Western Canada know how to do it with fifth scale, man. Let me tell you. 
And uh, yeah, last but certainly not least on this edition of Shout Outs, well, we're going to give two. One is to Haley, a.k.a. RC Girl. She has mad content, awesome content. I'm trying to reach out to her. If you're listening to this, Haley, I want you on the podcast. I want to get your perspective. We got way too much testosterone on this podcast, and we need to have your, uh, your look on this. I want to know your thoughts on RC. You know, you're a basher. You're a crawler. I want to hear what you think about the RC hobby. And last but not least, big shouts out to Reef's RC, to my man Sharif. Down there in Cali, I believe Ontario, California, um, who has helped me out here with the 299 LP. I'm so excited to race this in the car. And uh, I want to give a thanks from my co-host to you, Reef. I've sent him um, a bunch of goodies that you'd shared with me. So I really appreciate those goodies. But I'm sending half of them sort of back out your way to Washington State because if it wasn't for Pablo... This podcast wouldn't be as awesome as it is. So, uh, shouts out Reefs RC. If you haven't checked them out, check them out online, guys. They are awesome. And it's something I want to share. Frank Root shared a post on Facebook that Horizon Hobby has some good deals on right now. That's an unpaid for plug. The reason I noticed is because Frank said on the 22, there's a bunch of parts on sale. So, if you run a 22, a low C, any of the 22 family, check that out. That's my lead-in. I'm super excited to talk to James Vicente a little bit here from Toronto Leisure and Nick Schneider. I hope you'll stick around and I hope you're enjoying the podcast in these last few beautiful days of summer. Get out there, run your cars, and when the snow flies, get indoors. Get up to Phoenix. Uh, get out to Extreme out in Oshawa. Shouts out to Extreme. We're going to try to have them on as well. And we're going to find out if the Barnyard indoor track is going to open this winter. With COVID, it's been kind of challenging for everybody. I know they had to close it down for a bit, and I think they were looking for a new location. So hang tight for those potential podcasts coming up. See ya after the musical interlude. All right, guys, welcome to segment one. James Vicente, Toronto Leisure RC, is on the line. What's going on, James? Hey, guys, pretty good. Doing well, doing well, thank you. Good, buddy, good. So, James, we had you on, I don't know, I want to say like 10 or 15 episodes ago. And, um, you know, primarily we were talking about, we we're talking about bodies, we we're talking about your, your artwork and, and whatnot. And uh, it sounds like that's keeping you busy. What's, um, what's been going on lately in the paint world for you? paint world um a lot of i guess um fixing other people's you know mistakes that they make on their cars <laughs> them over and trying yeah. to make something out of something you know and make it look a little bit better you know prettier you, i guess <laughs> you get a lot of that work where you get somebody who's who's really giving it their best and then they maybe screwed something up and and ask you to, if you can fix it yeah yeah it's it's coming in yeah you know i mean where yeah. they cut the wheel wells wrong and then i gotta put you know flares on them to kind of extend them out to hide all the mess ups and just certain little details just kind of bring it a little bit better than it was. So it's, it's fun. It's okay. It's kind of like doing a cover up on a tattoo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome analogy, man. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's something I never would have thought like that would be something that you would get a lot of. But when I think about it and I look back at some of the bodies I've done, they probably could have used your help. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So let's, I mean, that's definitely a good thing, but listen, I wanted to get into a little bit, um, 
you did something really cool for me uh, a few weeks back. You dropped off some t-shirts. Not only do you paint, you're doing a bunch of that sort of brand awareness type things. I'll say, you know, whether it's, uh, you said you can do anything. You've got some new machinery and whatnot. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're doing on that end of the business? Sure. Um, Right now I'm kind of doing like matching shirts to the cars that are certain people are either, you know, getting me to redo for them or even just purchasing ones from me. So kind of matching it up with the shirts to the cars to kind of like give it almost like a combo feel to it. Right. And it's going well, pretty, pretty good with that. And um, not too much happening on the hat sides or anything like that, but pressing the shirts out and, you know, a lot of moms are kind of touching base with me too, to get certain shirts made off the RC world in that sense. But you know, little things are keeping me busy, which is good. That's good, man. Yeah, and uh, you know what? The, the shirt thing's really cool. Like, I, if you haven't checked out James's Instagram feed, guys, check it out. Um, some cool examples. I think your last few posts, you put the car and the and the uh, the shirt with the sort of a really cool. I mean, and I'm going to use the wrong art term, but the black and white kind of shadow type uh, effect on the t-shirt it looks pretty pretty cool, man. How do you how do you accomplish that? Like, what's the machine you use to do that? Yeah. Um, well, it's a cricket, uh, cricket something. I, I forgot the name, the exact name of it. Cricket Air Two or something like that. And um, what it is, it cuts vinyl to like thin sheets of metal to wood, you know, leather, anything really. So I'll just oh. get a from the program itself. I use their program, grab my images from either you know my camera roll or off the mat, and then stick it into the program and start chopping away at it, telling the program what I want cut and what I don't want cut, where hmm. I can peel out. So a little bit more than just hit a button and out it comes and there you go you know you get to physically oh, yeah. peel everything apart off the final cut and keep the certain pieces on it that you want and the ones you don't you got to peel them away so hmm. really fine detail things you know um i don't know if you've seen the um the marvel one that i did the volkswagen van yeah actually i was just Lee. looking through your feed man yeah that's that's a sick 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 ride man for sure yeah just to peel out stanley's hair and his head and the way it was is over an hour and a half of actual just oh. trying to peel it away you know, the worst thing is that could already happen to me on other cars is you're an hour and a half into a project and all of a sudden you peel the damn wrong piece off. Well, you got to start all over again. You know what I mean? So it's really, really tedious. You're just going to take your time and, you know, just relax when you do it, man. Because if you don't, you're going to go through vinyl yeah. like a brick, you know, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet, man. And so a couple things there, if you're going to spend an hour peeling away the perfect hair, it better be Stan Lee's because like that guy's a, Stanley's a legend, buddy, right? Like, I'm a huge Marvel nut, and I love that VW bug. Uh, pretty cool, man. Nice tribute yeah, to you. him. Um, and the other thing, too, is they, I imagine you, you gotta have a you got to have the vision for it. Um, when I do a simple body, just with simple lines, and I have to really struggle, I have to, like, close my eyes and think about what tape I'm taking <laughs> off. But that's me because that's not, like, you know, it's not my strong suit. It's not what I do. But um, I imagine that's something like that. Does that take a lot of practice? I mean, you've got a certain level of art, artistic vision, obviously, from the work you do. But um, how long did it take you before you kind of get the hang of that? It's really hard to say. It's When I'm looking at the certain picture, I kind of know what I need to peel away and what to stay. It's kind of really hard to explain it. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's going to be almost like in a pattern of like a black, white, black, white, or whatever the color underneath is going to be, whether it's a red car, per se, and I'm sticking something on top of it, and then the vinyl whatever I peel away will be the red and whatever I keep is what I printed out. So kind of go with the flow of like, you know, black, white, black, white, black, white, as you're peeling it up, starting from bottom to top or top to bottom, never right in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's awesome. Like you did a Audi Quattro. I'm looking at it right now on your feed. And uh, 
a lot of shadow, a lot of detail. Like I see what you're saying. You take off the wrong piece and all of a sudden it's just not going to look right. You know, not totally like it, it, like it's got to be, it's got to be right, especially when you're you you've got pictures of the car and it right beside yep. you. Um, yeah, I don't have that vision, man. So good for you. I, I wish I did, buddy. I wish I did. I have a little bit of vision when it comes to like shooting pucks in the nets, but nothing like nothing yeah, like that's this, where you got buddy. me beat. I, like I have this. never left a stick in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I got daughters. I, I don't play hockey. <laughs> oh, buddy, I've got um, a son nice. and a daughter. They both play hockey. My daughter's been. I've been coaching my daughter. Oh, that's awesome. Year, so. Uh, I got a soft spot for, for uh, girls and women's hockey. It's awesome. Yeah, no, that'd so, be great. Yeah. Um, I, one, one thing I'm looking at on your feed too is, and I was looking through it earlier because it's like, I just, you know, I like to see the progression for guys, right? Like you have some of these pretty sick rims and I wonder what kind of work do you do on rims? Like I know you can buy rims that look a certain way, but how much work do you do on a rim? Like you had a Porsche, uh, I don't know if it's like a 911 blue with a gold trim around the bottom and you got these wicked gold rims mm-hmm. on it uh no i to be honest with like, you i haven't done anything to the rims since i've started this yeah i get yeah. all the rims from a amazing rc store they're like 15 bucks for a oh, set cool. of rims and the best thing with theirs is i can actually set the offsets on the rim so if i need to bring them in more yeah no you know a lot of people are going out buying nice rims but then you can't set it and then they stick out too far and then you're looking for a certain size all the time I'm like you know what for 15 bucks it's a standard rim and i can size it to what i need it to be and it's it's perfect. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So it's funny because we call that yep. camber, right? In racing. So when I look at like the Porsche there, and I'm, re- I'm realizing I'm looking at it and I'm drooling and I'm going and I'm not realizing that's actually camber that you're setting on the front wheels of the Porsche. <laughs> so it's so funny in this hobby, right? Because everything's so relatable, oh. man. But in this case, you're doing it because it looks so sick on the Yeah, road, no, right? actually, I, I think I know what you're talking about. There was pretty much no suspension components attached to it, so it dropped that way. <laughs> so I just kind of tucked it in nice, and oh, it looked wow. great in the photo. I'm like, all right, it looks like I did a lot of adjustments on the uh, tie rod ends and stuff like that. I didn't do anything. I just <laughs> took some suspension off and just dropped it. Yeah, and that was That's yeah, all good, yeah, man. Pretty much. The low, the, the low rider. <laughs> now, listen, we're going to, we're going to get to uh, a little tease. I might just give it all away, man. Um, we're going to do a little project together. This is me committing to you as soon as I get a certain body in. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but before we do again, going through your feed and, and I think that's why I like having you on and we'll do it again. Is you, you do a lot yeah. of work. Like I don't know how many bodies, how many bodies do you think you turn out in a month you know, on a busy month? Um, Maybe fifteen, possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of bodies, man. I haven't painted that many bodies in my life. And and all of them combined haven't looked anywhere near as good as one of yours, <laughs> man. So Thank that's you. cool. Now, there's one body here that's really that got me Jones in big time. And um it's a it's it's got the word bandit yeah. on the side of it. And it's all it's got the retro pink and blue with the gold rims. Tell us a little bit about that truck. What or what kind of chassis is that? And uh where did you get that body, uh, man? To be honest with you, it's not my body. It's somebody else's that asked me okay. to kind of give it the new flair, but with the old style. And this customer went out yeah. and he ordered these stickers. And I think he said that one sheet of them were over 120 bucks for just a sheet for that car. <laughs> He's like, James, man, he goes, I'm too scared wow. to put these on. He goes, I can do it. But he goes, it's one slip. And that's 120 bucks. I got to order a whole new sheet. So he's like, I'd rather just pay you to do it. You know, make sure it goes on straight on the first shot. I'm like, hey. yeah. Like, you know, even knowing that, I was pretty nervous. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, one slip up, and it's like, <laughs> damn, now I'm into another 150 bucks for the guy, right? Yeah. So, 
yeah, it's just certain people want certain things done that way. He's got some relics too of that type of truck, but the uh, the older styles, and he's just building his fleet of bandits. So he asked me to take care of these things, that's and sick. that's what I'm doing for him. That's yeah. sick, man. That I love that look, even though they're you know whatever they're decals. We we do different things with the cars. I could not apply them. So kudos to you. That takes patience and a steady hand, Thanks. man. Um, I'd be mine might say like. Uh, band-aid by the time I was done with it because it wouldn't read properly, man. <laughs> it would be all over the place. Um, but the thing I love about that uh, that look is with that with that that pink and blue. It's really retro. It's kind of like that yep. '80s kind of look. And um, it took me back to I don't know why, but it took me back to my first RC, which was a, a, a Traxxas Rustler that I yep. fixed up. Um, but it's pretty sick. Um, with that. We'll talk about what we're going to do here. So as, as most, most listeners know right now, I, I, I was a bad boy the other day and I, and I got my third car. It's an X-Ray T4. So it's, uh, you're familiar. It's an on-road car. It's a uh, pretty sick chassis, uh, fun, tunable, not crazy technical, but I think it's enough of a challenge that I'm going to be scratching my head for a while on it. That's what you teach for. Um, That's what you everything on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so with that, I need a body. So I just want a shout out to, I give shout out earlier in my earlier segment to a guy named Amir at uh, Phoenix Raceway. And uh, have you been to no. Phoenix yet? Have no, you been up yet. there? Okay. Um, we got to get you For up sure. there. The guys up there are great. They love, uh, we were just sitting there the other night talking about uh, body art and uh, everybody knows a guy, yeah. right? So I threw, I threw your name in there and I'm like, no, no, you got you to check James and stuff out too. It's Thanks. cool. So, um, but coming up there, you'd be like kid in a candy store, right? Like sit there and open a booth and like just collect bodies to paint, man. But um, anyways, I digress. We, uh, my fleet's very much um, Canadian Armed Forces related. And, and I have no, I've never been, I'm, I'm not a member of, nor was I ever a member of the Canadian Armed Forces. But I just got a love for, obviously, for Canada and for the look of the bodies. So, so far I've got the, the Air Force tribute and I did one myself, which turned out okay. And it's more of a Navy tribute. So buddy, I turned to you. We're going back to the Air Force yes. on this one. And uh, I was explaining to you the, the, I was explaining to you the pattern, but why don't you tell me, I don't know if you, if you remember, do you yeah, remember yeah. what it was? Maybe yeah. you can ex- explain it to the listeners and tell me what your vision is for it, man. Um, pretty much to kind of lay it down the way it would be on the jet. With all the straight lines, yeah. you know what I mean? Everything's got to be completely crisp and overlapping onto the next, with the next color to the next type of thing, even though it's all black and white, but it, or black and yellow, sorry. Um, I just yeah, got to make yeah. sure these lines do not bleed, man, and that's the hardest thing with the crevices of the body. So it all depends <laughs> on that body you get. It okay. will determine how many hours I'm putting on yeah, it, right? Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, and the good news is, I mean, the bodies on the, on the X-rays are very, um, I don't know if this helps you or hurts you. So if I look at a yep. buggy body, very a lot of angular 90s and 45s a lot of like really sharp angles right when i look at the when i look at the x-ray body it's very round so there's very few straight edges yeah actually so how does that Um, sit with the design well it's it's really weird when you get to like a rounded edge or like a (laughs) a, you know almost a circle per se it's hard to make that line look straight to the eye when you're looking at it at certain angles because of the roundness to it it throws the curvature of the line gotcha. off and then your eye follows it and then all of a sudden you're looking at the way it bent around that say the fender from the hood to the fender uh, it, okay you, you physically yeah. can't just go with the tape and let it lie itself down you got to kind of like bend it and strain it 
like, you know I mean? Where it's almost going to tear the mm. tape, but you have to kind of to the, you have to straighten it out by your eye, not really based on like a measurement thing. I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense. Okay. You know what I mean? It does. I, I could see that. Like if your body has a lot of angular things like a buggy body does, the tape can follow that line a lot of the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But okay. So stay tuned everybody. Cause this might be an interesting one. Yeah, it's, so, it's funny, James, cause this, this will be interesting because this is an inside look into, I imagine you get clients to come at you and go, Hey, I want you to yep. do this. And then you probably have some pretty interesting conversations with guys to try to get them to articulate the look they're after. So you're understanding. It, yeah. Right? Sometimes they're asking for certain things that are almost physically impossible to do. Like, you know what I mean, and it's just like, you know, and I, like I would love <laughs> yeah. to, if I was, you know I mean? That's guilty, but there's no way of reforming that body to make your image look the way you want it. So sometimes you got to just kind of yeah. not really persuade them, but just give them the option of, you know, either let's go about it this way, maybe because it may turn out that way. Like, give them the po- you know possibility that it could be disastrous or it may be good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's whatever they want. <laughs> they say, you know what, I still want it. Yeah, I'm going to do my hundred percent to kind of make it look the best to it. You know, what I mean, based on it. It's, so. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Because it's um, you have like I could just come to you and say, hey, here's a square, make it into a circle, and and then you have to have that conversation, right? Like. I understand where you're going, but maybe have, can we try this? And it's a bit of a compromise. Yep. Like in my real world job, I'm, I'm a writer. So I'm in public relations, as I think I mentioned to you before. So you get people that come to you and say, hey, I want you to say this. And then you have to try to help them understand why saying that might not be the yep. best thing. But if we say it this way instead. So when I hear you talk about design, that's kind of how I relate to it. So um, do, you, do you enjoy that process? Yep. Is that part of the yeah, fun for I don't you. really mind. Yeah. You know, I mean, like at the end of the day, like I like to tell the people they, they see it and you know, 98% of the time they're like, you know what, you're absolutely right. I can see where it can kind of, you know, go the wrong way. And this way is a hundred percent guaranteed to do it this way. Like when you're playing with somebody's body and they've already put, you know, a hundred or $150 into the body, it's like, man, do you really want to do that? Cause if it goes to scrap, you're paying me plus yeah. your body's done. Like, you know what I mean? So you know, yeah. a lot of yeah. times people are like, you know what, man, just, yeah, I take your word and just do whatever you got to do to it. Make it look good. You know, and there's a, you know, maybe that's 70, awesome. 80% of the people are just give me a show and say, Hey, do whatever you want. I'm like, great. You know, and that's the yeah, fun man. part. Cause now it's up to me <laughs> and I, I do what I want and I've never had anybody complain. Yeah. Say, oh, I want something else. You know, it's always been great. Good turnout cool, so far. Man. And we might do that. So I, what I'm thinking, the more we talk, it's kind of interesting because people are going to see this, this little example of what you go through is I'm going to take some pictures of my two other yep. bodies for you, different angles and everything. And maybe what I might say to you is, here's the color scheme. You kind of know what I'm going for, but don't worry about the exact yep. photos. And do something that you think looks similar with these colors. Okay. You know what I mean? Because uh, that might be kind of cool. Because I've got, I'll have three cars. They all, that I want them all to have that Canadian flag on them. That's probably the only design element I yep. really want, and the color. So maybe we'll approach it that way. Would that be like how? How do you think that would that would be for you? Would that help a little yeah, bit? Well- yeah, either way, you know, like I, I like doing it that way yeah. because it kind of surprises the person they're not expecting. Because pretty much people say yeah. I want it this way, I do it, and it's going to be coming out exactly the way they wanted it. You know what I mean? But whereas they say, hey, yeah. it's in your hands, do what you got to do. And then when I bring it and I see that excitement in their face when they see it, it's like, man, great, <laughs> I did a great yeah. job. Like, thank God. You know what I mean? And, and awesome. I enjoy it. So it's a little bit That's of a rush. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I'm going to give you a rush then, buddy. That's what we're going to do. We're going <laughs> to, I'll take some photos with different angles. Um, you have the color scheme roughly. I mean, you tell me what yellow and obviously black is black for the most part, unless you go kind of, I guess it's matte or shiny or I will leave it in your capable hands, man. Uh, super stoked. I'm waiting for the, just so listeners know, I'm waiting for a body to, uh, actually I might be picking it up this Thursday. So, um, 
what we'll do is we'll keep you posted as to James and James's progress on my third. And it's probably going to be my final addition to the fleet for a long time. Cause my, my, my wife is probably not going to be happy if I buy anything else. And I don't blame her, man. They're patient, oh, yeah. you know, our better halves are patient with us, buddy. I know, you know, I know, you know what yep. I'm talking no, about. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, I'm uh, all the listeners out there. If you're interested to see how this progress goes, Stick around, watch the uh, Instagram feed, uh, and James and I will be posting a little bit of you know, updates as we go. And then uh, the grand reveal, maybe we'll have you back on. We can talk sure. through it. It would be really cool for me to hear your perspective on the process that went into it. And I think it would be interesting for folks out there who, uh, you know, who are, like you said, man, looking to make an investment in a body and don't in the, and they want it done uh, in a good, a good way. And they can see how, you know, a pro does it. And uh, sure. You know, check out check out your style and your process. I think it'd be yeah. cool. So, you oh, down for that? I'll be taking pictures the whole way down and send them to you. You choose what you like to post. Yeah. Awesome, bro. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, this yeah, will be sure. fun. All right, bud. Listen, it's uh, early in the week. Uh, hope everybody's good at your place. You too, and um, we're gonna. No, I said sorry, you too. I hope everybody's well. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. And we'll uh, we're gonna catch you soon. So remember to come back, guys, and check it out again. James uh, Vicente. Uh, Toronto Leisure RC is his handle on Instagram. Um, check it out, man. You got new stuff coming up like a lot. So check it out, guys. Uh, follow him. And uh, you need a body? Well, we're going to show you what he can do here with, with this little uh, science yes. experiment. You Thanks, too, man. Buddy. Take care, guys. All right, guys. It is now time for our change in direction brought to you by Reefs RC. No matter the line you're on, turn your next crawl, bash, race, or flight into a memorable one with a quality engineered reef servo. Visit reefsrc.com today. And I, uh, I'm uh, happy and uh, I can finally exhale that I've been able to have this man on the show. Um, it's been a while. We were back and forth on Instagram. We even hung out once this summer, which was kind of cool. Uh, I want to welcome to the show Nick from Nick Schneider Racing. What's going on, buddy? Oh, not too much. Glad to be here. Awesome, man. Well, you got a good following on Instagram, Nick, and uh, I enjoy your stories, man. Um, let's just start right off the top, buddy. How'd you get into RC? Uh, actually, way, way back when I was about 12 years old, my uh, neighbor, he had RC heli helicopters, and... I kind of like those, but I didn't like the expense of if you ever crashed them. So <laughs> I ended up buying a couple of trucks, and here I am now. Nice, buddy. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would imagine helicopters would both be expensive and dangerous. I've seen them. I've seen some nitro ones fly at a local club here, buddy. I oh, uh, yeah. I I didn't take an eye off them for a minute. They uh, they're deadly looking. I mean, way above yeah. my way above my skill set, man. Yeah, they're pretty wild. They're pretty cool to watch. That's for sure. Yeah. Cool, buddy. So as I said off the top, uh, Nick Schneider racing. Um, and what I want to say right away, man, is is what I find refreshing about your Instagram feed is I know you love to race, and I know you, you are hard on yourself, and that's awesome <laughs> because I think it shows that you care. But you, yeah. also have, you also know how to have fun, man. You know, like it's a fun channel and you, you talk a lot about racing. Like, is it, that's just your personality though, right? Like I, we've hung out, like you just, oh, you yeah. just chill. I, I, I just like to have fun, 
keep everybody in company. And yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm pretty chill. That's true. Um, but that aside, I know you are intense because we hung out at the barnyard earlier. Man, it feels like ages ago, right? Like I know, it sure does, doesn't it? Oh, that was like, man, I want to say early July. I think it was early July. Yeah. And it, and again, man, we thought things were opening up and this crazy COVID world was going away. And now it looks like it's coming back and it's just a kick in the pants. But um, let's, let's focus on the positive, right? Let's look at yep. that week, that weekend uh, came up. Nick was good enough to share his tent with me. Uh, me and noob on the, on the, uh, on the uh, dirt track with the short course. And uh, yeah, man, that was a fun weekend. I, I gotta say, um, I never shook so hard in my life holding my, my, my radio. <laughs> oh, I know. I wasn't joking when I told you that it's pretty intense. <laughs> it's, it's an, you know, it's funny. Like everybody's so helpful and uh, guys are just like having fun and busting each other's chops. But when you get up on that driver's stand, like, how does that feel to you even now? Like, you've raced quite a bit. But how does it feel now? I'm actually very comfortable now. Now I can just, I just go up there and I race what I call my own race. I don't focus on anything else except for my truck and what I'm doing now. So I'm actually very comfortable. I just, sometimes I get the shakes. Like, I think it was <laughs> la- actually last weekend that we had a hard battle for the lead. And that's when the shakes came back because I was constantly hearing myself over the what do you call that? The, uh, the speakerphone oh, thing. Yeah, like the announcer. Yeah, and that gets your adrenaline going and then <laughs> makes it a whole lot more fun. And it was, yeah, that was wild. I remember going up there in the first qual and uh, they send you off and they say your name as you go across the line. And I, the first time I heard my name, I'm like, I think I just geeked out because I was like, yeah. that's the first time anybody's ever said my name with RC and it's a cool feeling, right? Like, yeah, it is. I mean, and, and barnyard showed it's a barnyard. Um, if you've not been guys, barnyard is a class class facility. They really do their best to, and Nick, you can talk about this, turn out a good track condition and, uh, and a really organized event. Like, what's your what are your thoughts on Barnyard? Oh, they definitely do, for sure. They put a lot of work and effort into that. And then, no matter what, they try to get some racing. Like, last weekend, we we had some rain. And he actually brought in a full trailer full of uh, sawdust to make sure he could dry up the track and get it to its potential for that day. Wow. And we did. We got it all dry up by at least noon, and we actually got a full race day in. It was a good time. And that's awesome. And for for listeners, I, I forgot to mention where Nick Nick, you're out of like southwestern Ontario. Whereabouts are you? Yeah, right I'm in a little little town called Seaforth. Seaforth. And if you're from Ontario, you know Seaforth. If you're one of our many listeners in the U.S., you might know Seaforth because I think a lot of guys head up in that way to race at both Barnyard and Otterville. So uh, you might know it. You know, if you're from sort of you know, the southwestern part of Ontario or just over the border there, you probably heard of it. So uh, I wanted to mention that because we, we try to get a lot of local, you know, talent on and, and guys that are hard at hardcore and RC. So I want to make sure I give uh, Seaforth some props uh, from Nick's hometown there. Yep. Um, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun hobby. It can be expensive. And uh, I think you and I both witnessed that lately what happened with you something happened you you made a purchase nick what what the heck was that about buddy i thought about it i'm actually <laughs> kind of glad that i 
Unfortunately, I didn't. I was going to make this purchase. I was going to make the big purchase, but then Saturday, our premier decided to shut everything down. I went, well, I don't know when things are going to get better again. So unfortunately, I didn't go through with my purchase. That's okay. You know what? Logic logic wins out this battle, right? I mean, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully by the time we're not too far into the winter, things back off. That's my hope. Um, I, I don't know, but I know what. So, what was it you were gonna buy? Tell us, because uh, I know, but tell the listeners what you were gonna buy. I was gonna buy a Techno EB four ten point two. Beauty, real nice four by four buggy. buggy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And Nick, you and I talked, and I know you've always said, you know, you've never been a real big buggy guy, and I think I saw you say that on Instagram, but. I say um, that all the time. <laughs> it's a fun class, man. Like I'm a truck guy. I've got a stadium truck now that I'm, I'm I blew my diff out, but I'm waiting for it to come in the mail. Um, but I've, I've always had a soft spot for buggies. I think it's just because, you know, when you think about vintage RCs back in the eighties and nineties, they started out with buggies, right? A lot of them for the off. That's seat. right. So, so it's kind of cool to have that in your stable and maybe, maybe things will change. Would you consider getting it if, you know, the world goes back to normal? Uh, there was another little slight thing that kind of helped me veer the other way is my local indoor track. They only run two wheel drive vehicles. So ah, okay. I'm hard on the fence now on what to <laughs> so if maybe you if you, potentially buy. <laughs> if you do go indoor though, and it's two wheel, what are you thinking? What are some of the cars you're looking at or thinking about? Uh, I might go get a TLR 22 buggy, uh, two-wheel drive. Un- yep. And that was no pressure for me, but everybody, I just <laughs> want to say that's Nick putting on his big boy pants and making his own decision there, man. That's <laughs> everybody yep. knows. I, everybody knows I run my 22.5. It's the AC, the AstroTurf carpet version. Um, yep. I'll say, man, it's a fun build. It's a really responsive car, and it holds its own out there. Where I race at Phoenix, shout out to Phoenix, there's a lot of uh, associated buggies, and they're good buggies. But I'm proud to see my TLR out there keeping up with them, and uh, and I think turning some heads. People ask me what it is because, you know, it's funny. Depending on the track you're at, you know, you kind of look, and you know this, being a racer. Oh, yeah. When you buy a car, you, you look for what what su- what's supported at your track, right? That oh, for sure, exactly. For, for parts, right? Yep. Um, and there's not a ton of Losi at my track. At my track, a lot of associated, which is okay. But uh, you know, I still, I still, I guess they true to my Losi. I got the 22T, the stadium truck, and the buggy. So uh, a lot of fun. So yeah, man, if you get that kit, well, uh, I'd love to hear about your journey and building it because it's a, it's a fun one. Um, the interesting thing about Losi, though, the only thing I'll say is the offset on the tires. Yes, so I, I agree. Losi's got its own, it's, it's quirks and quirks here and there. Um, a couple of them are the offset on your rims, are only yep. Losi rims you can run. Um, and the other one is they use a 0.5 millimeter hex for two Ye- bolts on the whole car. And- yeah, so be warned. That if you're getting one, make sure you have a 0.5. Otherwise, you're going to have to stop in the middle of the build and be like, shoot, I don't have a 0.5. So, Yeah, I, I know that Techno runs the exact same wheelbase, uh, same setup on their, their cars. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, there, there you go, man. And I know you're a Techno guy. You've got, what are your other trucks just for the listeners? 
Uh, I've also run the uh, SCT 410.3 and the EB 48.4. Nice. And what was it that, uh, you know, attracted you to techno back in the day? Uh, running at Otterville, actually. Everybody started saying that techno is going to be the takeover, as you all know the hashtag techno takeover. <laughs> and I just started looking at that, and I went, I need to get me one of those. And then they're pretty damn pricey, though. They are, but I'll say this. I had an EB48 2.0, the e-buggy. Oh, really? Uh, last summer, I did. No uh, way. Re- really nice buggy. I uh, I thought I was going to get it because I was going to get out and get racing. It didn't happen that summer. Things were really busy, and I ended up selling it, and I regret it. But those things are tanks. I'm oh, they sure are. It like Techno's build, I got to give them a shout out because they are tanks. Um, I've not had a lot of experience with other 1.8 scale buggies, but man, I'd be hard pressed to think I'd get another 1.8 buggy that a competitive buggy that, that, that matched up to that. But I, I mean, I could be wrong. Obviously there's associated make some good ones too. Uh, I like my TLR. I have the eight, the eight's good too. Yep. Yep. So interesting stuff there, man. Yeah. So listen, a couple questions about racing. Cause I know, again, you've, you really improved this summer. I followed you on, on Instagram. You had some Yeah, good, uh, I'm getting turnouts. faster and faster now. Right, getting faster on the track. You seem to be getting more comfortable. Unfortunately, this summer's been really weird because you haven't had a lot of time to actually put in some, you know, some some consistent runs just with, you know, the weather and COVID and everything. But what are your hopes for next year, man? Tell us you're coming back. I'm really hoping that this whole COVID ordeal gets lifted because my whole plan this summer originally was to come out with these brand new trucks and travel to four different tracks, which is uh, Dork RC up in uh, Bowmanville area. And then Otterville, of course, in Otterville. And then the Barnyard. And then I was going to go down to Spark, which is Windsor Way. That's awesome. But uh, didn't work out this summer. So hopefully next summer we'll see a make that uh make the trips yeah that's my big racing commitment awesome buddy all right man anything else about racing you want to get in there like what's some tips for for beginners i know you're a dirt guy and i and i think we're going to get you on carpet soon but uh what what few tips would you give people who are maybe looking at racing and curious about it but have you know maybe just haven't jumped into it yet I would say for your very first time, I wouldn't consider racing, but I would say go to that track, watch what they're all doing, learn about mm. tire setup, vehicle setup, uh, the kinds of cars that they're running at the track, of course. Uh, a lot of times they have the parts trailer from uh, MRG there. Yep. And make sure the parts are and which ones are available uh, to your vehicle choice. Awesome. Good, good advice. You know, I, I like that advice of going out to the track and just watching and talking to guys before you make a purchase, right? RC is not cheap. And if you're That's looking to get it. into race, if you're looking to get into racing, go out, talk to guys, see what it takes, right? You, you're looking at a weekend. Um, if you want to go to race, cause you're going to get out and practice or at least a day and a half, right? You're looking at a day and a half commitment, a weekend, half a day of practice, a full morning of quals. And then you got your main. So, Good to go out, talk, just watch, take notes. Don't be afraid to ask questions, right? Oh, for sure. That's exactly what I did my first time out. Yeah. 
And the other thing too is what, what I'll say, and I'll add to that is if you decide and you jump in and you buy buy a kit and you're it's your first your first time going out, just go to a race. Don't go and practice and not have a race when you're out there. Go to a race, get the experience. Just get up on that stand like me, even if you're shaking like a leaf, doesn't matter. Get out <laughs> yep. there. It's the best experience because then you you've done it, you know what to expect, and you can focus on you know tinkering around with tuning on your car or just enjoying the atmosphere, man. So. That's what I would add to that, Nick. Nick, listen, man, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. We do a couple segments. So you were the uh, the home stretch on this one, buddy, and I hope you'll come back on another time. Oh, I really hope to be back sometime. Awesome, bud. All right, well, we'll watch you over the winter. I know you'd like to take a little break, but uh, let's, here's hoping for uh, carpet and, and uh, seeing, seeing what you get up to this, this winter. Um, yeah, follow Nick, guys, uh, at Nick at Schneider Racing, right, on Instagram. Yep. And uh, keep up with his shenanigans, man. Sometimes he does some crazy stuff, too, so that's all I'll say. <laughs> Watch for that. All right, Nick, thanks for coming on, bud. Oh, no problem, buddy. All right, man. Take good care, eh? Oh, I'll try. <laughs> Later, man. <laughs> See ya.